Welcome in Braves Today, bravestoday.com. He is Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. It's all brought to you by Active Wealth Management. Go to annuity360.net for your free book and thank Ford for being a proud sponsor of Braves Today. Thank you, Lindsey, the offseason is here. So it's already time to get into business mode, even though other people are still playing baseball. Yep. And one of those modes is, is the three keys that Atlanta has to address moving into this offseason, and they'll start it immediately. Yeah. So uh, real quick, if you're curious about the timing of everything, on Monday morning, we're dropping an article with the offseason calendar. It explains exactly when free agency starts, arbitration, all of that good stuff you need to know. Uh, but to me, the three areas that Atlanta has to address, number one is left field. Kevin Pillar, 34 years old, he posted, we, we wrote this up, he posted what seems to be a pretty definitive goodbye goodbye post on social media. So he's gone. Eddie Rosario has a $9 million club option for 2024. And so Atlanta has to decide, do you exercise that $9 million for Eddie Rosario? Do you try to do something else? Uh, find someone else to play left field. That's number one, because that's a starter that you have to have. Yep. Uh, number two is the bullpen. Atlanta has quite a few players, Brad Hand, Colin McHugh, Kirby Yates, that have had different levels of success this year, but also have a little bit outsized expensive, um, expensive options, right? Brad Hand's a $7 million option. Colin McHugh's $6 million. Kirby Yates is five seven five, And so it feels like for a team that is really close to the luxury tax threshold, which if you pass that, obviously your first round pick gets kicked back in the round and things mm -hmm. like that. There's financial penalties that go along with that. It feels like Atlanta is probably going to look for cheaper options. Maybe some of those guys come back at a cheaper value, but either way, you're going to have to find more pitchers for the bullpen. And then number three, and this is the big one to me, is starting pitching. And we saw this team use 16 different pitchers to start a game. 13 were starters, three were relievers. Very, very large amount. But I think it's more frontline starting pitching, right? Uh, you went through the whole season mostly without Max Freed, and you came through it okay. But in the postseason, you saw, obviously, the offense didn't show up, and that's why you lost. But... Uh, Bryce Elder in game three, because Charlie Morton was hurt. Bryce Elder was a liability and he did yep. not do well in that game. And so how aggressive is Atlanta at going out and trying to find a frontline starter, somebody who's not a number four, number five, like an Alan Winans, like a Darius Fines, like a Jared Schuster, but somebody who could step in and start a postseason game if you needed that, because Look at all of the teams left in the postseason, whether it's Texas, Arizona, uh, you know, Houston, like all those teams, what do they all have? They all have at least two, usually three, really good starters. Mm. And uh, Charlie Morton's an unknown, 40 years old, $20 million option by Atlanta, but he might retire. Who is that third guy for Atlanta? And preferably, who's another guy who could step up if for some reason Strider or Freed is hurt? It feels like those are the three big things Atlanta has to work on. And I'm really curious to see on the starting pitching aspect, how aggressive is Atlanta at going out and getting a frontline starter this offseason? When you go through these three, and so here's my take on the three points that you brought up. Number one yeah. with left field is 
I would like to see Atlanta, and I talked about this with one of my buddies, and so he'll mm-hmm. he's getting a shout out here on the pod, even though I'm not going to mention his name because I, I don't know that I have permission to do so. Um, it, I would like Atlanta to get some sort of dog, like mm-hmm. somebody like a, uh, you know, it, it, and he brought up, you know, a Josh Donaldson, a Bryce right. Harper, somebody that a lot of other fans hate that can be the heel but still produce at the same time and be the guy that literally asked a pinch hit when somebody's up there because he would like to either, number one, the pitcher to hit him and him charge the mound, or him to park it out in left center or right center, depending on if he's a righty or a lefty. So I would like either – I told you, my wish list, a left fielder, if they're not going to do anything with Rosario and we see Pilar's probably already gone, if you're going to get a regular everyday playing left fielder, I just want a 250-260 guy that's going to hit 20 to 30 home runs and be a dog that nobody likes. Yeah, the the trade acquisition version of that in 2021 was absolutely Jock Peterson. Like he yes. came in, he came in and reminded, "Hey, you guys are really good. You just have to do the you just have to do the dang thing." And the, you know, he brought an attitude and a swagger to the team. That's what you're looking for. And arguably, I wrote this up the day after the loss. That's been kind of what Atlanta's missing is that dog. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm really curious to see what happens there uh who Atlanta targets and that's a personality that Atlanta hasn't really gone for. Josh Donaldson w- w- was yeah. here for a season, but for the most part, Atlanta really hasn't kind of gone for that type of player. But uh, it'd be interesting to see who, who they're looking at for left field and kind of how that works out. I also talked about this, I think, on Friday or Saturday after Alex Anthopoulos talked about it. Von Grissom is another option of a player that they think his his offense is pretty good, his clubhouse demeanor and his presence is pretty good, and they want to find a playing a place for him to play. Obviously, your entire infield's locked up. And so I would expect him to get utility reps. I'd also expect him to get some time in left field simply mm-hmm. because, one, I don't think his defense is that great in the infield, but two, no. <laughs> it's one of the only places you can get a guy. And so it's possible you could see Atlanta go out and get a type of dog, combine him with a with – a, uh, Von Grissom, and that be your new left field platoon going forward. I think that's entirely reasonable. I just haven't, I've been making my free agent list for the site that I've, I've been, you know, pre writing and doing my research on available starters and available outfielders. I haven't made my list of available dogs, but like I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to work on that so we can get that. Yeah. I mean, I want that guy that if he's out there in the field, as soon as Josh Donaldson rounds second, he's staring at our Arcia. Like he's either chirping back at Donaldson or he's actually headed towards the infield in order to go get Harper to be like, we're not doing that. Like that's that's not part of this. And that is a Donaldson. That's a Jock Peterson. Peterson Do would have you- waited to come to the plate and he would have got up to the plate and he probably would have gone gotten in Rio Muto's face and been like, I don't know what you're doing. It's over. It stops right now. Do you remember when Brian McCann blocked the plate? Yes. And wouldn't let somebody touch home plate yes. because he was mad about how they acted towards another brace player. That's the kind of thing that you're yes. looking for. That's what you want, right? And I don't I, know if Brian McCann has any like I don't I think he's done. I'm pretty sure he's done done. Yeah, he's but done. we need we need somebody like that is what you're saying. And see, that's the thing is he's the quiet, the silent strong type. Murphy could have been that guy. Just Carlos people, Gomez. 
That's yes. who it was. He yes. blocked the plate. On, and Carlos Gomez never touched home plate. He still has not touched home plate to this day. <laughs> Which is fascinating. So that's yeah. a, that's addressing series number one. Number two, I'm with you on the middle relief. I mean, you got some guys with some high price tags. You know, you got to see if there's maybe some guys that are not happy. Because Atlanta's not the only one that's going to be losing players. Right. And that has some options. So they'll be able to go and look at some other guys and maybe grab somebody like a, a hand that didn't do – you know, great as far as posting, but towards the end of the year, I mean, he was a solid guy that Atlanta had on the mound and didn't give up runs and he didn't give up a lot of walks. And he just was somebody that you could throw out there, get an inning and a half, two innings out of without any damage and then turn it over to uh, the meat of the bullpen. So it'd be nice to have a couple more of those guys. And then as far as the starting pitching, I'm with you. Atlanta has the starters, but dadgummit, none of them can stay healthy. So (laughs) I, you know, it's, it's you use 12 this year. Exactly. It, everybody, you and I talked about it. Everybody that kept saying pitching's an issue, you know, injuries are an issue, and hitting in the postseason was an issue. But yeah. as far as pitching itself, you made the best point is those guys did what they were supposed to do. There was only one game where they got blown out, and I think that we could have been throwing Nolan Ryan that game and they would have hit the ball. They just yeah. where everything looked like a grapefruit to Philly. So um should be interesting to see in the offseason. Uh, Ford, again, we mentioned you at the beginning. Got to thank you so much, man, for all that you've done for us, uh, especially throughout the season. We're going to continue that uh, and, and keep going. We're going to try to give away those books. Uh, each and every Braves fan, a free gift in that book, Annuity360. All you got to do is go to annuity360.net and provide your contact info. He's going to send you a complimentary copy, absolutely free, incredible opportunity to gain, and gain insight. And an important note to that is Ford and his team at Active Wealth, they specialize in assisting pre-retirees and retirees. So Ford and the team are eager to assist you in most of your financial resources. By the way, registered investment advisor, Brookstone Capital Management, remarkable $8.5 billion with a B dollars in assets. That's the kind of stability that you want on your financial journey. So grab the book, grab the information by going to annuity360.net and tell Ford that you have been listening to Braves today and you would love a free copy of that book. Um, The other thing that I had for you, Lindsay, is your GM for the day. Okay. What have you got to do right now? Besides those three focal points, are there is there anybody that you're headhunting right now? You talked about your list that you're looking at a free agent. Are you headhunting somebody to to possibly add to this Braves team for 2024? Because I don't want to say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But it's tough to replace a bunch of people on a 104 win team or 105 win team, and you know to say that we've been doing everything wrong. We need to fix it because it wasn't all wrong. It just got slow at the end. Yeah, and, and th- that's really the hard part here, right? I mean, you have – it's a roster that was very, very talented. And when Alex Anthopoulos talked to the media on Friday, he talked about we're a team that slugs. And we did that all season until the postseason. And right. obviously, we've got to change something with how we prep for it. Uh, but also, these kind of things happen. And so, I don't think it's whole, it's wholesale changes. But I do think Atlanta looks for some sort of – of slugger type to go in the corner outfield. Uh, I don't know if that's something Jorge Soler has the potential to be a free agent. He has a $9 million player option uh, for, for the Marlins. I feel like he's probably going to cost more than that. And he's better suited to a DH role. Mm -hmm. This is also the last year you have Marcelo Zuna. So there's a, a runway to have him play outfield for a year and then slide into that role. Uh, It's, that kind of, he had that same type of 
do not mess with us that you're talking about. So mm-hmm. there's a couple different, nobody, I haven't solidified on anybody. And I think that's kind of the big thing is the way Alex Anthopoulos works. I'd expect him to probably make a bunch of marginal acquisitions and then maybe one splash. And if he makes a splash, I do think it's going to end up being a multi-year deal for some sort of slugging corner outfielder uh, that can platoon, play DH, and and give Atlanta a little bit of that that attitude. I do think also you'll see him probably bring in multiple starting pitching options, and I do think a lot of those are going to be probably discount purchases on guys, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to go find guys that maybe struggled a little bit for different reasons, guys that we could potentially uh, fix and use. But I do, I do maybe, I'm starting to convince myself he is going to go out and get one guy who could be a a number three. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's a guy like an Alex Cobb. Maybe it's a, you know, maybe it's a guy like a Michael Walker, something like that. He's going to go get a guy that could be, you know, a veteran that could be a dude, but could also help transition a lot of these younger pitchers that we have, whether it's a Schuster and a Winans and a Vines or a prospect like an A.J. smith Shaver and a Hurston Waldrop, who I think will spend time starting games in Atlanta next season. Hmm. Uh, it's just, I'm not sure on what the one big splash will be, but I'm convinced there's going to be one big splash because every offseason, there's been one big splash. It just happened right. to be trades the last two years. Sean Murphy last year, Matt Olson the year before that, those were the big splashes. I feel like there's going to be a big splash this year. I'm just not sure who it's going to be. Yeah, and that's the thing is when he makes his big splash, it's usually in just one spot. I don't foresee mm-hmm. him doing that at both pitching and left field. I yeah. think it'll be one or the other just because you've got that option with, as you just said, Rosario, you got another year with Ozuna. So pitching is probably more along the lines of going first before the left field goes. But, man, again – You'll hear it. You heard Lindsey say it. There'll be a write-up. He's got to solidify his dogs that we can go get. So we got to find those uh, in the upcoming articles on Braves today. And so, uh, Lindsey, it's officially here. We don't have Braves games to watch now. <laughs> Not to try to depress you or anything, but you're just stuck with Wait, me, man. Does does that mean the Phillies fans are not going to be in the comments of this video? Oh, no, they'll still be in it. But you know okay. what, Phillies fans, all of you that are listening, we greatly appreciate it. We love the thank fact you, that you're more Thank concerned. you for the free engagement. That yes. made us so much money, you guys. Thank you for that. Appreciate As that. I told, uh, I told Zach before, I said, I love the fact that even though they've moved on and have another series, they're still coming back and chirping at us, which is fine. Uh, that just lets you know that we're living rent-free as far as they're concerned. So, very, uh, very little brother behavior from the city of brotherly love. It is. <laughs> very, very well said. He's Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. It's all been brought to you by Active Wealth Management. Go to annuity360.net for your free book. Lindsey, thanks so much, man. Thank you.